Tonight's Unified Bank profile is a former Wheeling Nailers player, now the head coach of the Cincinnati Cyclones. It's Jason Payne. And Jason, your chance this year to get a head coaching job and then also recently getting a chance to be part of the ECHL All-Star Classic. What has year number one been like for you as a head coach of a pro hockey team? Honestly, DJ has been fun. Uh, you know, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of emotional roller coasters, if you want to call it. But, you know, just being able to get out there and continue to work with the players and develop them and, you know, get behind the bench, you know, running systems and just seeing the fans out there, you know, getting back into the whole swing of things after this big shutdown of COVID. You know, it's, it's awesome. It's a great experience and I'm uh, enjoying every minute of it. You jumped into a unique situation as you had a really good thing going two years ago, but then the Cyclones were one of the teams that did not play last year. So in addition to it being your first season as a head coach, you're having to bounce back and try and reset things after having a full year off. What was that process like? It's definitely a difficult process for every team, really, especially for the teams that haven't played and players that haven't played. There's a lot of players that didn't play last year or end up playing in different leagues if they played. But Everyone has to understand it's a whole new reset, like you just said. Getting back on the ice, getting back in the swing of things when they haven't played in such a long time. Their bodies and their game may not be where, it's, where it used to be. So it's a matter of trying to find their way through it, work through those kinks and getting themselves back to, in their eyes or in, in everyone else's eyes, you know, their game shape or their game mode. So being able to work through that with them, the emotional roller coaster that they go on, it, it's been exciting, it's been fun. Again, it's an emotional roller coaster. So there's definitely downs and there's definitely ups. So just trying to find that even keel and uh, manage it. We've noticed it in Wheeling, and you've seen it obviously in Cincinnati, where things have shuffled at an alarming rate this year, whether it's players going on and off of COVID, whether it's call-ups and whatnot. Is there a time where you look at this season where you feel like you've hit your stride and you've really had all your pieces going in the right direction? We had that at one point, and that was uh, earlier in the season. But as funny as it is, I was depleted from our lineup for quite some time. And while we were depleted, we actually went on a good little run. So guys were finding their way. But again, like you said, it's just managing the, the personnel and managing the call-ups and, and the COVIDs and the sickness and the injuries. So, you know, beginning of the year, you'd like to think you have your whole team. But again, with everything going on in the hockey world, players are in, they're out, they're up, they're down. They're <laughs> it's, a, it's an absolute roller coaster, like you said, in every aspect, from emotional players, from emotion to the players, to the travel of the players. You know, it's a revolving door. You know, we're trying to find players to fill holes and fill roles. As you know, I know Army. Army had to do the same thing. You know, bringing in some players who you know necessarily wouldn't be in the situation if we weren't in our situation. So, it's been a grind. It's been a grind for every coach in in our league. But again, it's that's what we're here to do. We just try to manage and salvage what we can until we get our reinforcements back. One of the players who's been tearing things up for you this season is somebody that Wheeling fans know and love very well, and that's Yushi Hirano. How much fun has it been to work with him and now get a chance to see him shine at that next level, finally given the opportunity to not only play AHL games, but he has a couple of goals now? Yeah, for Yushi, it's just a matter of him finding his game and what's going to make him effective. Everyone, it's, not, it's no secret. We all know that he has an amazing shot. and. You know, it's about utilizing that shot, but how to utilize it, you know, how to get to those areas so you can utilize it. But it's working away from the puck to get to those areas. And it's just a matter of sitting down with him and working with him for him to understand and develop that part of his game and add that layer to his game. Because if it's about shot alone, for sure, he could shoot at any level, the NHL level, the American League level. But you don't want to just get your call-ups. You want to be able to stay up. So we got to find a way to help him stay up. And what are those things that help him stay up are the little parts of his game where maybe are not strengths in this game, but we don't want to make those weaknesses a glaring weakness. So we try to develop those so that when he does get a chance to go up like he is now, 
those parts of this game that were weaknesses are not so so relevant and he can be effective and find out how to make his way in the American League. He is the first ever Japanese-born player to score in the American Hockey League. And we talk so much about diversity in this sport. And this summer, you got the honor of being the only black head coach in all of professional hockey. How much pride do you take in that and also being able to lead the way, in a sense, for even more to be able to get that opportunity? You definitely have to take pride in it. Uh, people say all the time, like, how does it feel? I mean. Honestly, it feels great. Uh, it's no real difference than me just coaching. But again, the significance of what I'm doing, I guess, you know, has an impact, and hopefully, it's a positive impact. But you know, I just I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted. You know, I continue to work hard. Nothing changes in my work ethic and what I do, bring towards the players into the game itself. For me, right now, it's just like when I was playing. You know, my playing days. I was out there and it's for the team first and I put myself out of line for the team as I did when I finished my career in Wheeling. You know, I, the fans, they were great and I love them all and, you know, Wheeling will always have a place in my heart. You know, every time I go back there, I tell people all the time, I had a great time here and every time we go back there, I always look in the stands and if I see any familiar faces, there's always a wave, there's always a hello and again, it's, it's, we're here for the game and, you know, not for our individuals, our individual self. We want to, bring pride to the game, bring pride to the, the town we're playing for, the fans that we're playing for. And again, without the fans and without that, we're, we're just regular people. So we, we got to understand that and, you know, don't let the egos get the best of, to, of people, players, coaches, whoever in general. And just understand, you know, we're all out here for the general good of, of the sport. So be a good person. You finished your playing career in 2009, like you mentioned, with the Nailers, and then your pro coaching career started in 18 with the Cyclones. What was your journey like? Some players will go right away and dive into the coaching ranks, but I know you worked with a lot of different teams and organizations in Ontario. What was it like to ultimately get this job here in Cincinnati? It was great. I mean, that's the goal I was working to get back into pro. Uh, after my last year playing, I definitely contemplated jumping right up behind the bench in Wheeling um, at that point, I think it was Chief was, was coaching there. But then he ended up leaving that year, and you know things changed as they did. So I ended up going back to Toronto and jumping on the bench behind the Junior A bench with the junior team and working with AAA kids, also running my own hockey school. And then that continued for the multiple years there, along with jumping on with OHL teams as you know, development coach, skating coach, scouting managerial roles I was a general manager for junior team as well as long as head, as well as head coach as well so my whole thing was to get back and tap myself back into the grassroots of hockey and just understand the players of today's game what makes them tick what makes them go so, so once you understand that then you, it's easier to to understand and relate to today's players and I guess you know what that's the whole goal is was what helped me get to where I am today because the players of today are the are the, the coach the players that I used to coach back in the day so you know you got these young guys coming into the into the league right now these these 98s 97s there's 2000s these are all guys that I coached in AAA when they're in you know minor peewee and, and minor bantam and peewee so for, for it to come full circle it's 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 refreshing to see but you know for me I feel that it's a great journey and it's a rewarding one. We talked earlier about your time in Wheeling, and it's the 30th season of hockey in Wheeling. I know that we've had a nice little rivalry as the two teams definitely have found the dislike for each other. I think that's kind of the way you'd probably prefer to see it when you have two teams in the same division. But what does it mean to you getting back there and seeing everything, 30 seasons, smallest market, and the fact that you got to be part of it as well? I tell everybody, uh, you know, don't don't overlook Wheeling. It's a, it's a great place, great place to play, great organization. You know, they treat the players well. I had a great time when I was there, and 
it's blue collar. You know, you just got to get out there and you just work. They appreciate the workers. And you go out there and you work. You put your, you put your, your yourself on the line for the team. The appreciation value for, for from the fans is goes through the roof. And you know, I'm forever appreciative of my time there in Wheeling. And again, I always look forward when I go back there just to see the fans, see the faces, and just even see the town itself. Painter, I really want to thank you for spending a few minutes with me today. Congratulations on all the success you've had here in Cincinnati. And what do you say? Let's both punch some playoff tickets this year for the Kelly Cup. Let's go for it. Why not, DJ? Jason Payne, the head coach of the Cincinnati Cyclones, a former Wheeling Nailer, our Unified Bank Nailers profile tonight. Coming up next, more of Inmission coverage on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.